This is episode number 80. You know what assumptions do? This is a new day. Everything first day with hope. Coming alive. This moment, moment. You got a freedom. No looking back anymore. Open your eyes. It's coming, coming. This is a new day. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast. This is Bethany, your coach from drbcoach.com, coaching with power, purpose, and practical tools to help you show up with confidence. Welcome to the Mindset for Life podcast today. This is Bethany Hansen, and I am so glad you are here. We're going to talk about assumptions today. Have you ever had someone really let you down or expect something of you that you just had no idea about? Likely that was because A, there was poor communication, but B, there were some assumptions. Either you had an assumption about the other person or they had an assumption about you and that wasn't communicated enough. I've talked for a few weeks now on the Mindset for Life podcast about the ladder of inference. I've never mentioned the ladder of inference. So if you listen to episodes 78 and 79, you're not going to hear me mention it. But that is exactly what I'm talking about. The ladder of inference is this tool that really tells us what we are thinking. It's interesting because when we think in sort of these steps, our brain just flies through it. We don't even realize we're doing it. But the ladder of inference gives us sort of a structure to which we can then slow down, think about it, and realize where we went wrong in our thinking or where someone else went wrong in their thinking and where we need to fill in the blanks. The crazy thing is a lot of the thoughts in our own ladder of inference come from our younger life, like our childhood or our youth. We have some experiences as we're growing up or as we're young in the world, and we draw a conclusion based on those experiences. So we experience something, we observe something. It's kind of like our brain is recording that memory or that experience, like sort of like a camera is taking a picture. And in our minds, we are getting hardwired around that experience. Because so much information is entering the brain all at once, we're not remembering every little detail. We're just remembering some of it. So our brain takes in a little bit of data that is relevant to the situation and throws away the rest. It's kind of like if you and I were to witness a car crash. If we saw the accident, I might have noticed some things about it. Maybe the car is white. Maybe it had no rims on the tires. Maybe um, the headlights were off, different things. But from your vantage point, it looked like the headlights were on. The side of the car you were on, you saw some rims there, but maybe you didn't. So you kind of just assumed that there were rims on the tires. And maybe you don't remember the color of the car. You're kind of thinking, wow, it was a, a lighter color. It must have been beige or silver or something. The brain's going to fill in the blanks where you don't necessarily know that information, but the data you did notice, like there were two people in the front of the car and there was music playing really loud from within the car that you could hear from the curb. All of this stuff, we're going to notice the data that's relevant for us and we're going to each come back with our own perspective. So we have our own thinking about the experience we had and the observations we made. 
But even if we see the exact same thing, we experience the exact same thing, and we go through the same troubles, trials, and difficulties, we're still going to leave with different thoughts about it. So the brain takes the data we think is relevant, and that's what we remember. The next thing on the ladder of inference is that we then create meaning behind what we saw, what we experienced, and the data that we extrapolated. The meaning that we make is what we think is important, basically. So if I saw that car accident, it means I'm going to be late for work when I'm behind a car accident. And I'm not liking that too much. If you saw that car accident and you recognize the driver, you're thinking, oh no, Jimmy's mom just got in a car accident. I need to reach out. I need to help the family. There's some meaning for you that's different than the meaning for me. And then of course, I'm going to make assumptions. So we experience and observe. We choose the data. We don't really have conscious control over some of this. We add some meaning to it. And then we make an assumption. Assumptions are what I've been talking about in the Mindset for Life podcast for the past couple of weeks. We make assumptions based on what we've experienced, and we think it's reality. We do. We're convinced that our assumptions are true. Have you ever been bullied, like especially in childhood? Um, Most of us have been bullied about something or picked on about something or ridiculed by kids that we thought were our friends. Or maybe we were even the person who did the bullying. I had experiences when I was a younger person for which I was bullied mercilessly. And I made some assumptions about myself based on what those other children said. If you are bullied or criticized or um, you're made fun of or in some way drawn out in an uncomfortable way, you might make assumptions about yourself or the other people And then you bring them into your adulthood. And those assumptions become part of your belief system because that's critical knowledge your brain interpreted and made meaning out of. So when I had the bullying experience as a child, I really thought that I had no control over the thing that I was getting bullied about. I thought that's just how I am. I can't change it. So my assumption was... I have to be silly and make fun of myself. And until my young 20s, I actually did that. I would make jokes about myself. I would put myself down in front of other people. And I would somehow disparage myself. Because my assumption was if I did it, no one else would do that. And it's done, you know. So I would choose to do that because I thought since I cannot change the thing about myself, I'll make jokes about it. Then nobody else will. That's not a healthy assumption. That's not necessarily true either. But that was an example I wanted to share with you today. So are there any assumptions that you've made about yourself because of experiences you had or meaning that you made about something? Once you make those assumptions, you draw some conclusions. And the conclusions we come up with, those are usually the beliefs that we leave that experience with and we take them into our adult lives and we don't even think about them again. They just become part of our belief system. For example, I've known people who believe it's never going to be okay to say no to your boss at work when your boss asks you to do more work. If you can't do it, if you're going to be busy on the weekend and if there's an assumption that you're going to do it on the weekend, you have to say no. 
But some people believe you always have to say yes to your boss, because if you don't say yes, you're going to get fired. You could get fired. You could lose your job, something like that. So many people I know have drawn conclusions based on their early experiences in life, like it's not going to be okay to say no to your boss. It's never going to be okay to ask for a raise. You cannot self-promote at work to talk about your accomplishments. You cannot report all the things you have done so you can get promoted or get a new role. A lot of these conclusions we come to really hold us back from the things we want most in life. Maybe we want to be more successful. We want a new opportunity. We'd like a raise. We'd like to move up in the career field that we're in. Think about some of the assumptions you have about yourself and about your job and your life. And think about the conclusions that you've come to. These might even have been points that you've shared with your children if you're a parent. You might have said at some point, hey, let me just tell you, this is how the world works. And then whatever comes out of your mouth next, it's a good piece of evidence about conclusions you've made from your own assumptions and experiences. The last thing is, these become your beliefs. So based on the conclusions you've made, you assume everyone knows what you know. Everyone has this belief. You're the last one to show up and figure it out. So now you have to live this belief because you assume everybody already knows this belief and you live under the assumption that your belief is true. Now, if I were still living under the assumption that I should ridicule myself to keep others from doing it because they're just going to anyway, if I continued believing that all the way through my adulthood and into the life I have now, it's very unlikely that I would have been very successful in my career. No one would take me seriously if I were constantly self-deprecating, making fun of myself, and being ridiculously silly about it. That's not a very professional way to behave, but it also conveys a total lack of confidence in yourself, which I had to throw away in order to adopt confidence. So if you want to have more confidence, consider some of the beliefs you have the assumptions you've made and experiences on which those things are based. The last part of the ladder of inference, um, excuse me, is called I take action. I act based on my beliefs as if they are facts. And I no longer think about this in a slow process. It becomes automated. My brain's amazing. Your brain's amazing. The brain is an automation machine. You might have heard me say that before. So your brain's going to jump to conclusions super fast because that's how it saves you energy and it keeps you functioning in a really healthy and efficient way. The problem is because the brain automates your thinking and it moves through so fast, Sometimes you act on beliefs that you formed much earlier in life that are really not exactly true. So if you may find yourself unhappy at work, unhappy in your relationships, unhappy in your personal life, slow down a little bit. Consider what you think. What are some of the things you assume or believe about the situation? And where do you have a little leverage to open that up and really get curious and question whether that's true? Now, some people I've noticed go through this process and they notice that some of their beliefs are a bit outdated or might not be accurate. The unfortunate thing is I've seen a lot of people think that because their beliefs are not exactly what 
will serve them best, they think they should throw away their beliefs, abandon what they've been taught, what they've learned, what they've gained over time. Some people abandon their uh, their belief systems, their religious faith, their um, educational background, whatever it is. I would encourage you not to do that. Instead, think about how you can adapt your beliefs and still treasure the wonderful things you've learned early in life, and yet adapt them for things that are a little more healthy and will help you get where you need to go. This is not relativism. Relativism is a whole other school of thought, and it is not one that I personally believe in. If you are a moral relativist, it's okay to listen to my podcast, but you might find there are things in it you really don't like, and that's that's totally fine. You might find a different podcast that's out there for you. Um, but I do believe that you can keep some of your beliefs and, and definitely your values without throwing away anything and adapt your beliefs into something a lot healthier. And the example I used last week about how to get recognized at work in episode 79, this was about how some of us are raised thinking it's not okay to boast of your achievements or brag about your achievements. It's pride and it's wrong. So some people like this, good, hardworking people go through their work careers and never really tell anyone about all that they're accomplishing. They miss out on promotions. They miss out on opportunities and they're really ignored and pushed aside because this humility is a more desirable trait in the, in the person's mind. Humility is wonderful. We all need humility. In fact, living with humility is probably one of the best things we could ever do. But failing to tell people about our achievements and what we have accomplished is also a problem. That's honesty, right? Bringing our accomplishments out and sharing them. And if we don't tell people what we're doing and what we're achieving, they'll never know. No one else knows everything you're up to except for you. So if you have an outdated belief like the idea that you should never self-promote in your career, I would like to encourage you to find ways to live the truth instead of hiding it by sharing what you do in a healthy way and also take a look at the ladder of inference and think about it in a situation in which you find friction or some frustration. See if you can determine what it is that led to your belief at what point in life and whether you'd like to question it. Maybe open it up for a new belief to form and give you confidence to move in an even healthier direction. If you want some help with this, this is something coaches specialize in. We don't brainwash you. We don't teach you what you should believe. We help you uncover what your beliefs really are. And then you have the space to decide, would you like to widen them a little bit, adapt them uh, to what you really want to feel is healthy now, or would you like to really live them in a different way? So I encourage you to get in contact with a coach. If you're looking for a coach right now to help you be an even better version of you, increase your happiness and your fulfillment in life, reach out to me on drbcoach.com. I'd love to hear with you. And if I have space, I'd love to connect with you and be your coach. Have a great week. And here's to being the best version of you. Our theme song for the Mindset for Life Season 2 podcast is New Day, performed by Danny Gokey in 2021. Danny Gokey is under exclusive license to Capital Christian Music Group, Incorporated, and it was written by Ethan Hulse, Kobe Wedgworth, and Danny Gokey. Copyright 2019. From Better Than I Found It, administered at capitalcmgpublishing.com. All rights reserved, used with permission. One, two, three, four.
Yeah.